and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop here, on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 517. Good news, friends, good news. There will be massive pushback against global tyranny in 2024. And I, I'm just excited about all of these reports pouring in from all around the world showing that people are ready and willing to stand up and fight back against the radical regulations of the global cabal. Now, we're going to open up here. This is not going to be the focus today, but I've been, I want to open up uh, <clears throat> with Epstein's client list just a little bit to kind of to put a, provide a contrast of where most of the public's mind's at and where uh, the astute listening audience of the Torch Report and others, uh, you know, properly frame perspectives are at. So as I've been chewing on the timing of the release of the Epstein client list, which of course is dominating the mainstream narrative right now, uh, the utter distraction of it all, you know, my mind has been kind of chewing on the what ifs and the whys. Why now at the beginning of the most pivotal presidential election year in perhaps all of U.S. history. Why now is all of this crap coming in so hot and heavy? I mean, it could just be a coincidence, but at this point, uh, I don't really believe in coincidences anymore. You know, it's, a, it's all so planned out and, and orchestrated. So what I see this is as, uh, you know, it's kind of another, aha, we got him now, you know, it, it's, it's, a moment where it's being all hyped up, it's being, you know, it, it's all the buzz, right? I mean, I mean, a lot of conservatives' hearts are all a Twitter, like, oh, we got it, we got him now, look, we got Bill Clinton 50 times with Epstein, all right, okay, great. But this buzz is ultimately going to dissolve back into the swamp of daily news propaganda, and nothing's going to happen. In other words, this distraction is really just eliciting a momentary spike in false hope. It gives something people to think about and feel good about for just a minute. It has the temporary appearance of a win, but in the end, the outcome is that nothing changes. Uh, if we think about it, you know, is this not exactly what happened with all of the other congressional inquiries into every other major news story over the last 10 years or so, right? You think about the Fast and the Furious and the Lois Lerner and the Hillary email episode and, the, you know, the, the Benghazi episode, the Afghanistan episode, the DNC leaks episode, the deep state censorship episode, the stolen 2020 election episode, the J6 show trials episodes. I mean, what we see is over and over again, something comes out. It's like, oh yeah, this time uh, they're going to get the bad guy or this time, you know, there's going to be justice and what happens? Nothing. So it, it seems to me like we've seen this all before and that, uh, you know, nothing, uh, nothing other than business as usual is likely to be the outcome. Now, why is that? That's what I've been chewing on, you know, and for my perch as an ignorant peasant, it appears to me that the answer is twofold. First, you know, why is all this stuff happening? Why do they keep getting away from it? Why do they keep throwing something out there, red meat of false hope and all that? And then nothing happens. You know, there is no, no accountability. And I think that 
the reason this is happening first is because the establishment is going to do what the establishment is going to do. The corrupt two-party establishment, both parties are in on this pilfering of the American people for the purpose of power, profit, and control. That's not going to go away because they can make and change and completely ignore the rule of law anytime they want. So naturally, I think we should expect there is going to be exactly zero accountability for anything relative to Epstein. Now, secondly, I believe the reason that the ruling class elites within our own corrupt political system uh, are getting away with it is because they've mastered the art of propaganda. And now they are operating in cahoots with the mainstream media. So they, they very cleverly and very masterfully fleece we, the American people, they fleece the general public, and the average citizen really doesn't have a clue as what the hell is really going on. Instead, you know, for the average person, their, their, their focus is fractured. You know, their intentionally truncated attention span, you know, social media is flip, scroll, flip, scroll, flip, scroll. You know, they, the, the mind is being messed with in a major way. So this, uh, this reduced attention span really makes people easy prey for the meme of the day. And when I say meme of the day, those of you in the know know that I'm talking about mimetic warfare and military-grade memes as discussed uh, in the DARPA revelations here recently. At any rate... Due to all of this, the average person's mind gets yanked this way and that, and the dark truth just kind of trots on through uh, completely unnoticed for the most part. So the result of all this, friends, is a, a gross lack of public outcry and uprising. You would think that with everything going on, the public would be in an outrage. There would be outcry and uprising, and yet... The long train of abuses and usurpations that clearly surpasses the threat of taxation without representation. I mean, what's happening now uh, <clears throat> surpasses what happened before the American Revolution by at least a million fold. And yet today, most people continue to keep their heads down and, and do nothing more than just go about business as usual. They're doing, most people are doing nothing to stop the onslaught of tyranny and treason. Or should I say, they're doing nothing to face it, <clears throat> to reconcile with it, let alone doing anything to stop the onslaught of tyranny and treason. But, but that's not everybody. You know, most people want to pretend like nothing's happening. You know, they'd rather look the other way than face the ugliness of reality. And who can blame them? Right. I mean, come on. It's hard to look at and talk about this crap. Uh, it's human nature to want to kind of be averse to, uh, you know, difficult things to comprehend, uh, to, to chew on, to consider. And of course, that loophole in human nature is being intentionally exploited and all that. So the Epstein ordeal, uh, before we move on here, really, I think it just it gives the public something to fixate on, something that's bad, something that's grotesque, something that's salacious and that's something that can be sold, right? It gives people something to fixate on that sells. It's a peek into the darkness, but nothing more than just a peek. It does nothing to expose the wizards behind the curtain. And thus, the seedy story, this uh, seedy story of Epstein's list, it keeps the larger threats of the globalist overarching agenda out of the public's consciousness. Does that make sense? You know, job well done, you shysters. You know, fleecing the people. Ooh, look, Epstein's list. Oh my gosh. But they don't look behind the curtain. They know what they're doing. They're getting away with it. So meanwhile, 
The good news is, you know, elsewhere in the world, not so much here in America, a little bit, but not so much here. Elsewhere in the world, there are massive protests erupting, erupting against this insidious agenda. You know, the, the, the Agenda 2030, the Great Reset and all that. Uh, there's a big pushback right now all around the world. Not seeing that in the mainstream media at all. But uh, Catherine Austin Fitz, uh, she, uh, you know, financial ex- expert extraordinaire. She's the former assistant secretary of housing under Bush 41. She's out there. She's a prominent figure. I don't agree with everything she says, but she points out that the top story of 2023 was a, quote, massive documented pushback to tyranny and control by the evil deep state globalists, period, end quote. Almost sounds like she's been reading the Torch Report, but I'm sure she's doing her own extensive uh, independent research. Says Fitz, again, I quote, in 2023, people started to realize that it is kill or be killed. We have to push back because there's no going along with this. They, and she's referring to the deep state globalists, the evil deep state globalists, they are trying to kill us, number one. And they are, and then they're trying to take all of our stuff and we can't let them, period, end quote. We can't let that happen. People are starting to realize it's kill or be killed because they are trying to kill us and take our stuff, and we can't let that happen. That's what Catherine Austin Fitz says. And I love the boldness of it. I love the clarity of her proclamation, and I concur 100%. More and more more people are realizing that in the end game here, it's kill or be killed. You know, the sinister agenda of the global cabal is a depopulation agenda, which is to say that they are trying to kill us. Starvations, mass toxic injections, etc. And of course, worst part of all of this is that the globalists believe they have a moral obligation to do so. That's the mimetic infection. That's the mental virus that's, you know, causing them to self... self-consumed society. I don't know if that's the way to say it, but to the ignorant and the unaware, to the uninitiated, the UN Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030 and the Great Reset, you know, all of this is about transitioning society. Our enlightened leaders are, are leading the whole of humanity to a peaceful, tranquil, sustainable future where everyone is equal and diversity thrives and society is full of integrated and inclusive, uh, you know, fo- I'm sorry, society is fully integrated and inclusive. You know, humanity lives in harmony with the environment. And of course, global democracy, global democracy ensures that there will never be any more wars and everybody's going to just get along forever and ever. That's the lie. <laughs> but beyond the hubris, you know, what the globalists fail to mention in the propaganda is that they intend to drastically reduce the human population in this process of transitioning us toward future Earth to stay within the so-called planetary boundaries, as they like to say. And as Fitz alludes, you know, this also includes not just drastically reducing the human population, but taking all of our stuff because our stuff is not sustainable. Gas cars, gas stoves, gas water heaters, incandescent light bulbs, you know, functional shower heads, fuel for the tractors, all that stuff. It just has to go because it's not sustainable. Uh, also, personal choice, free market competition, and the ability for us to live our lives as we see fit. That 
has to go too. You will own nothing, you will eat bugs, and you will be happy or else peasant. Sit down, shut up. You're going to get the stick and no carrot for you. Because that's the only way they can save the planet. At least in their own warp and twisted minds, right? So, as insane and improbable as all of this seems, I, I think it would be wise to realize they're very close to getting away with this sickening agenda. And really, it's for three reasons. Uh, one, because they've been meticulously planning and methodically plotting to pull this off for decades. At uh, Two, because the ruling class has virtually unlimited resources spread all around the globe that are capable of being deployed instantly through an intricate web of, you know, multinational corporations, government NGOs, and such. Uh, and then the third reason they're you know likely to get away with this or trying or thinking they're going to get away with this or very close to getting away with this is because, 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 because they now have the inconceivable advantage of weaponized artificial intelligence. And of course, this weaponized AI has been working steadily behind the scenes to accelerate all of their schemes for the last 15 years or so. We, we've dove into that a lot uh, over the last couple of years. So, and yet, you know, given all of this, it's, it's all a verifiable fact. It's truth out there in the light of day. Most people remain clueless uh, to all of the above because, and that includes our elected leaders at every level of government, most people remain clueless because, uh, because of the algorithms, because of the censorship, etc. But fortunately, there is a growing chorus of leaders, mostly from places other than the U.S. Capitol, right, uh, who are very publicly and very defiantly calling all of this out. There are there's a chorus of global leaders who are standing in defiance and opposition to the globalist agenda. I think about Argentina's Javier uh, Miley. I, I, you know, he's calling out the rot of socialism. He's enacting truly radical government reform. I think about the many leaders in the EU who are calling out all the death jabs and stuff. I think about the Dutch farmers and now the German farmers. They're driving all the tractors. They're using their farm equipment to make a fuss, right? To quite literally bury all of the ridiculous environmental regulations under a steaming heap of dung. I did put a picture in the report today of a steamy heap of dung. And hey, friends, if you're listening on the podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com and you'll see this steamy heap of dung. <laughs> oh, anyway, you know, th th this is all very inspiring pushback. It's exciting, you know, and yet it also serves as a stark reminder of the fact that they are trying to to kill us. Why are all these fire farmers dumping dung everywhere? Well, because they're, they're telling the farmers they can't farm, they can't produce food. You know, they are trying to kill us. And I wanted to share some links to some videos of leaders from around the world in the report today who are calling out the, these heinous crimes against humanity. Kind of, kind of twofold. They're calling out the, the radical climate agenda, which is a depopulation agenda, agenda for control. And then, of course, they're calling out the pandemic and the, uh, the injections that are deliberately causing 
uh, harm, maim, and killing. So uh, a link here of of, re, of, uh, of videos of other leaders around the world doing this. Uh, the former vice president at Pfizer, Dr. Mike Yeadon, he says mRNA injections deliberately designed are deliberately designed to harm, maim, and kill. Hard to get much more of an authoritative source than that guy. We've got German prime ministers saying that EU officials hid the vaccine data to create a feeling of safe uh, feeling of security, a fake feeling of security because the vaccines are safe and cons- uh, secure. Uh, we got leaders out there saying do not comply with any future COVID tyranny. We're going to tie back into that tomorrow. Uh, we've got the Croatian prime minister saying the EU economy is <clears throat> was deliberately destroyed. The economy was deliberately destroyed by lockdowns, COVID lockdowns, and then now the net zero agenda, the climate agenda. Australian senators are out there dropping some serious truth bombs about net zero, uh, highlighting the fraudulent nature of net zero. And again, uh, We've got other leaders out there exposing the World Economic Forum's Great Reset agenda. So that's all great pushback. There's much, 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 much more out there. But again, most people are never going to see it. This is due to the censorship, the algorithmic social interventions, the manipulations that are controlling what we see. And it is for this reason, I think that, uh, you know, some leaders are out there actually wanting to declare, uh, I was trying to think of where that guy was from, maybe it was, uh, oh, Croatia, maybe, the Croatia, Mislav Korskubic, he says that we need to declare mainstream media as a terrorist organization due to the fake news, the lies, and the misinformation they so prolifically propagate. And I think that's a really nice idea to declare the mainstream media a terrorist organization, but let's just face it, it's never going to happen. The lies about the pandemic, the lies about the experimental injections, the lies about the outcome of elections, the lies about the so-called triple planetary crisis. Friends, we are living in an illusion of carefully constructed lies, and it is the media who keep these uh, these lies inflated, if you will. And all of these lies ultimately are feeding a singular purpose, and that is total control over a reduced human population. When we begin to analyze what's happening in the world today through the lens of total control and depopulation, it's like getting a secret decoding ring, you know, that allows us to decipher the global cabal's thinly concealed intentions. The climate propaganda, once looked at properly, we realize it scares people into supporting regulations that restrict farmers' ability to grow food. Taken to its conclusion, famine naturally follows, right? If farmers can't grow food, famine follows. And of course, then people starve to death and millions of people die. And this is all a hallmark of communist revolutions. Hungry peasants are less likely to bite the hand that feeds them. And therefore, they are more dependent on the government. They are more compliant. And of course, they are less likely to revolt and less capable of revolting against authoritarian regimes. Now, the pandemic propaganda, the two-pronged propaganda here, the pandemic propaganda scares people into supporting regulations that grossly violate basic human rights. The lockdowns, the mask mandates, the mass vaccination campaigns, all of this is highly detrimental to both individual and societal well-being, but it serves the dual purpose of both population control and the consolidation of power. The death jabs kill people and render many others incapable of reproduction. Of course, that's going to wreak havoc and reduce the human population for years to come. Now, unfortunately, the relentless propaganda that's been supporting all these mass vaccination campaigns 
and the public shaming of anyone who challenges this narrative, uh, that those facts have worked in tandem to affirm the government's assumption of authority in doing this. However, as patriots well know, the government has no such authority. As discussed back in Torch Report uh, 170, the threat of authority, that was back August 2022, by the way. This is the assumption that the government has the authority to rule our lives. That's really the greatest of all superstitions. So if this is to be a year of massive pushback, what we must push back on is the lie that the government has any authority whatsoever to enact these evil schemes. Yes, society requires civil structure to function. Yes, our elected leadership has been endowed with the ability to legislate and make some rules. But no, that absolutely does not give them supreme authority over every aspect of our lives, despite what the globalists are actively convincing local leaders to believe. Friends, we are in an epic battle of who gets to make the rules, and at some point, as Catherine Austin Fitz pointed out above, it's going to come down to kill or be killed. Does the government have the right to take control of the food supply, starve people to death, destroy the value of your money, enslave you in a web of inescapable surveillance, demand you forfeit your hard-earned dollars to support their perverse agenda, force you to cover your face, restrict your breathing, and get jabbed with toxic injections? Hell no! Of course they don't. But they believe that they do. And that's why the world is rising up. Now is the time. Organize local resistance. Push back. Do not go quietly into the night. The enemy is moving full speed ahead, friends. And it's high time we slam on the brakes. Remember that the power lies with the people. For the government derives its power from the consent of the governed. And for those of us who refuse to consent, there is good news. Whenever any form of government becomes destructive to our life and liberty, it is the right of we the people to alter or to utterly abolish it. <laughs> and with that in mind, friends, uh, that uh, in my mind, that oft-forgotten fact makes this a very exciting time to be alive. And uh, don't forget, resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. A little long today, but uh, thanks for hanging in there with me. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find the heart, click the heart, give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.